This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Biv DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you making? This is Cafe Mocha. One of the biggest TV shows of the summer was Pea Valley. Actress Brandi Evans plays Mercedes, the stripper. But in real life, she's a full-time caregiver. Plus, season two of Johnson is back on Bounce TV. We're talking to Thomas Q. Jones. Cafe Mocha begins now. You saw it, the season finale a couple weeks ago of Pea Valley. Joining us now is one of the stars. She plays Mercedes. You want to introduce Alani? And she's also one of my sorors. I love her. I love her talent. Miss Brandy Evans. Welcome to Cafe Mocha, Brandy. Thank you, Lonnie. Hey, Fulroy. Thank y'all for having me. No problem. You know, we want to get into something um, because, you know, I did uh, talk to you on E! Daily Pop and we had a great time, but we weren't able to get into the point of you being a caretaker to your beloved mother. Um, Talk about, you know, being a caretaker and how that has, has affected you in your life. Ooh, wow. Y'all caught me right after I got through fight with them doctors just a minute ago about my mom. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it, mm-hmm. it has it has been a lot. Um, you know, when you become a caregiver for someone, you are the advocate for them. You know, you have to you have to fight for them when they can't fight for themselves. And that's what I find myself doing quite a bit here lately. Um, for some reason, they don't they don't take you seriously, especially when you're black. I said it. So mm-hmm, um, I am mm-hmm. there to fight um, for my mother and whatever she needs for sure. It's stressful. I will be honest. You think that it's like right now I'm literally tucked away trying to have just a me time moment. I said, the only thing I'm doing is doing stuff for my mom and taking this interview with Lonnie. Nothing else. Everything mm-hmm. is, is off the limit. But it's so funny. I'm like, wow, I, even in my me time of trying to have me time, it's really not there because I'm still worried about my mom or trying to make sure that her doctor's appointment that she's on the way to now across the country is happening. And, you know, are the doctors communicating properly? So I'm telling them, you know, I know you might talk to our caregiver, but I'm the power of attorney. You got to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, with, it's, it's, it's crazy because the world's reverse. It's like, that's my baby now. So I need right. to hear everything. I, I don't, don't, don't leave out nothing. I got time for everything when it comes to my mom. And she has uh, MS and Alzheimer's, right? Correct. Yep. Early onset Alzheimer's and multiple sclerosis. And and that has triggered lots of other things that we're dealing with now. So it has just been a lot. How is she? She's okay. Um, I don't know. A lot of people aren't aware that um, you have bladder issues with multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. And so now she's going through a lot of uh, issues with the catheter changing from the Foley catheter to a super pubic catheter. I'm just finding out all of these things and learning as I go along as well. Um, and with her being um, immobile, you know, pretty much um, it was from the waist down, but now her arms aren't moving either. So it's, it's you know, she's almost paraplegic in, in a sense, you know, that she can move her head. Um, but a lot of the things are just declining, honestly. Oh, sorry to hear that, Brandy. Mm, I, I know, yeah. You know, Brandy, was it a tough decision 
for you to say, hey, listen, I want to be the caregiver for my mom. I mean, you know, when you're when you're so young, have a budding career. What made you make that decision? How I was raised. That's mm-hmm. what made me make it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I grew up where I watched grandma take care of people. Um, yeah. Grandma used to work in a nursing home. And I remember my mom would take me by there to visit her. And she actually worked in the kitchen. And grandma knows she could cook. And so, but I remember um, having times with my mom when we would go visit her and her saying, if anything happens to me, you know, please don't let me end up here. And I, I've heard some people say that's selfish, but not to me. I, I believe, right. honestly, in honoring your parents. I believe what the Bible says. And I, I, for me, there's no way in the world I'm going to be living my best life and my mom is not as well as much All as right. I can do. That's um, right. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do. If my hair is getting done, she got a hair appointment too. If I'm getting a massage, you're getting one too. So I try to, to do the same things that I know that she would be doing for herself if she was able to um, and not in this, in this position now. Um, it was very difficult, but I just knew I was like, you know, God's got me. I'm doing the right thing. And I honestly remind myself of that every day because every day sometimes I think like, oh, my gosh, like I've never had a vacation. I've never done a lot of things that even I see my cast members doing. Yeah. But one thing I do know is that if the, the moment comes where I'm still here, my mom takes her last breath, I will not have one regret. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, actress Brandy Evans. We love her as Mercedes in the hit Pea Valley. Um, we're talking about Brandy being a full-time caregiver to her mother, but also you are a wonderful actress. How are you balancing being this caregiver and you know, being this wonderful actress on this hit show, how, how has the balance been for you? Oh, it's hard. That's, I'm trying to find the balance, honestly. And that's why I'm doing things like I did this week. I told my team, you know, this is my mental health break um, as much as it can be. Like I said, I'm still dealing with things with mom. But, you know, for me, I, it doesn't take much. I just enjoy working out, um, having some solace to myself. So that's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to the gym. I'm eating healthy. I'm taking time for myself. I'm not taking any calls from people. And I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I know so many people want to catch up with me and all these things, but I've got to take care of me in order to take care of mama. And I know what's going on when the cameras are off and when you don't see those Instagram posts. I know what's really happening. Nobody's in makeup. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. nobody's, you know, on these red carpets. I'm actually running home after an event a lot of times just to get to my mom to relieve a caregiver. It's been a lot, but I I do not regret it. I am grateful. It's difficult. It is hard. But I will say that, thank God, um, my career has allotted me the opportunity to have an amazing caregiver like Miss Edith. I'm also Mm -hmm. in the process of trying to find yet another caregiver, though, because you don't want to burn out the person that you have. And right now, Mm -hmm. all I have is Edith. She is amazing. She's like the family member now. That's Auntie Edith. But I want (laughs) to make sure she, too, has a day off. You know, because I'm like, I know she's tired. I'm tired. So Mm -hmm. trying to figure out someone that you trust. I keep running into people that you don't trust or people that take the job because of, quote, Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And Mercedes ain't got nothing to do with Brandy. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm I'm a different person when it comes to my mama. Like, I I don't care about none of these accolades. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a good look. I have a friend of mine who has taken on that journey. And I think the older we get. A lot of us are thinking about what will we do with our mom? You know, we haven't had those right. deep conversations. And this is the age where 
you know, you really have to consider, okay, mom is getting older. What are our responsibilities? So I understand that it is, it's really time consuming. It's a lot on a person. You really give up a lot of your life to do it. Like you said, fighting with the doctors, making sure that the help that is sufficient doesn't get worn out. You know, that that's a lot, but somehow you've been able to do it and we have been able to watch you blossom. And you know what they say, Brandy, that's tenfold back to you. Okay. It's Cafe Mocha. She plays Mercedes on the Star Show, P-Valley. Brandy Evans is on the line. The message that I'm receiving by talking to you just now is that life is going to have its challenges, but you can still live your life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's, I think, Absolutely. because uh, so many people feel like they can't do that. Yeah, and it's a choice. I've, I've had a lot of, uh, mostly women, and I love when they, they, they message me. Sometimes it gets overwhelming. I'm like, y'all, we're going to be on the phone all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> try to respond to everyone. But what I do find beautiful um, are the comments where people are like, well, you know, I'm in nursing school or you know, I wanted to go to college, but I see that, you know, you can still do these things. And yes, it's hard, but there is a way to get it all done. We make decisions for everything else we want to do. You know, we figure it out. So in my mind, I'm like, how do you figure it out? Because in the beginning, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, well, you ain't gonna be able to take care of your mom much longer if you don't work, because you need to work to take care of her. So figure out how you can do, do both things. You know, you maybe you don't need to be at the after party. Okay, well, I, I will go to the event, but I won't go to the after party or mm-hmm. I'll stay just a little shorter. You know, there's a way to make it happen. And I know that in time, you know, God will provide me with everything that I need to where I can feel like I'm able to, you know, quote, kind of do it all and be able to, you know, really be at everything that I want to be at and still feel like I'm getting that fulf- fulfillment in my life and career as well. Um, and I will say that I'm fulfilled right now just taking care of her because I know that, you know, these jobs come and go, y'all. That's but my mama, you only get one. I only mm-hmm. get one mama. And I know that if a job doesn't work out because of my schedule, there's another one. But there's not another Diana Harrington. Mm-hmm. Well, we are so happy. And we're going to keep uh, your mom in Thank our you. prayers and our thoughts and positive vibes. And we're also going to keep Thank Mercedes you. in positive vibes, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about P-Valley. This is, to me a surprise hit show and the character of Mercedes that you play so well. Can you describe her to people that haven't um, seen the show? Yes. Oh, and, uh, and Mercedes, uh, Katori Hall, um, the showrunner and creator of our show mentioned um, once that Mercedes is like the emotional gangster. And that is exactly true. Um, <laughs> you know, she, she definitely can, can, can have that hard exterior but I think that towards the end, you all see that emotional side very beautifully, especially with her mom, um, with Sarah, you know, showing her what it's like to be a businesswoman in a different way. I think that you see all of that side. So Mercedes is that, that home girl that you know that's like from the outside. It looks like she has it all together. But we know deep down when you talk to her, she don't. Uh, <laughs> she, but she's doing her best. She's athletic. She's a go-getter. And, and even if she breaks, she finds a way to get back up and fight. It really is. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, and Yo-Yo talking to actress Brandy Evans. The summer we had this pandemic hit, Stars released a show called P-Valley and it blew up. It was created and written by the Pulsar Prize winning playwright. And it takes us down to a strip club in the Mississippi Delta. 
and you know yeah. brandy plays mercedes um did you expect the show to blow up the way it did no let me tell you i am i am hiding right now i just got the phone with nico Otto, who plays up the clipper and I was like, Nico, I can't go nowhere. Like, we literally were laughing. He's, I was ordering a salad out here, and he's ordering a salad in California. And I was, he was like, where you at? I was like, child, just eating in my car, just trying to hide. I had no idea. I That's am so great. grateful. But it is overwhelming. Because, you know, I was like, you know, I just wanted to take care of my mama, Jesus. But God said, okay, be careful what you pray for. So I was like, let me be very specific with my prayers. How do I handle all of this as well? Because I had no idea. I knew it was good, but I had no idea that the world, and I would say the culture, but I don't want to say the culture anymore because I have had all diversities, um, ethnicities. Yep. So many people have come up to me, like in the airports. And I'm like, surely I know this little grandmama that's Caucasian is not talking about Mercedes. And she is. <laughs> This little cute Asian boy that I know walked uh-huh. up. He's like, Angie, are you watching? Are you watching P Valley? <laughs> I was like, wow, everybody's watching. So I, I mean, I don't want you to give out any spoilers, but for those, you know, talk about the, the season finale of uh, season two a little bit. Oh, oh, I love the finale that, you know what? It's so funny. I, I was telling everyone that seven, Seven still is my favorite. I will say that. I think because you get to see me truly just act in that moment. But as far as the dance and the performance value, oh my gosh, I love the finale. I love that you see Mercedes coming out of um, the trauma in a sense, you know, her breaking, breaking through. And it, it, I think it touches me so much because I'm still healing an injury that I got on P-Valley mm-hmm. um, when we were in prep for season two. So mm-hmm being hurt all season Mercedes shoulder was hurt but my back is hurt so to to actually be able to perform I remember being so afraid because before the tricks were just kind of they were they were hard but they weren't as hard as that finale stuff that we were doing and I remember thinking ain't no way that I'm not going to be able to get on this post (laughs) some type of way so I trained hard and so the tears that you see in the gallery in episode nine were real because that was the first time I had really done a lot of hard tricks for a long period of time. Um, for those photos, they had to get me. Mm-hmm. And of course, my double came in and did a couple of pictures. But it's like, these are your photos, girl. So you got to you got to do these stunts. Right. I remember just bawling because it was like the moment of I really pushed through like Mercedes and the finale, all of that as well. And of course, you know, people don't realize when you edit some is me, some is the double, but we both did that full routine for two days over and over and over. You don't know what part is going to make it to the chopping block, but every trick except two I was doing. That's the Iron X where she's hanging off by her arms. And then um, I think it was a, a split, a certain split that she does. But everything else, the flipping, the sliding down, all of that, I did that myself. And I was just so proud, just like Mercedes. You know, to you should make be. through that. People, if you have not checked out P Valley, it is a story, but not only is it a story, it's a story within a story. And the cinematography is beautiful. Oh, the imagery yes. is beautiful. The music and everyone has their own different story. My question to you, Brandy, is that, you know, in our community, we still have issues with sexuality and sex. Yeah. And there has been some criticism about, oh, it's too much or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? You know what? I think that 
it depends. I, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Honestly, I'm a little conservative myself. And it's so funny that people see me playing this role, but I'm really a PK in real life. So I really am um, outside of this world. I too would probably be like, ooh, it's a lot. But this, this is the story that we're telling. So I fully, you know, embrace it. And it, it's the honest truth of what's happening. And I think that you have to tackle it straight, straight on and head on to tell the story authentically. And, and I think about that with Alphonse Nicholson and um, Nico Arden, who are playing Uncle Clifford and, um, and Little Murder as well. You know, it might not be your lifestyle. It might not be what you even do or necessarily what you would even watch. But it is a true story. And I've always said I wanted to tell authentic stories. And authentically, Mercedes is playing a stripper. I'm playing a stripper. So I have to approach this role authentically. So that's what I thought about it. I definitely had talks with my father about it. I was like, Daddy, I'm going to be naked this season. Let's talk. You know, like, <laughs> so it's, it's a lot, Daddy. But, um, you know, to have that support, um, support is just amazing as well. And, you know, we got to tell authentic stories. Everything's not for everyone. I mean, the beauty of television not, today right. is that there are stories like this and you over there, you don't have to watch it and they don't have to watch it, but it's just right. nice to see different versions of our stories yes. being told. Well, and I think if you look yes. beyond the sexuality, you hear this, you see the stories, you see the deepness. And, and I, there are a lot of um, storylines that, you know, you don't see on network TV that affects the black community. Right. And mm -hmm, that's why mm -hmm, I support absolutely. it. And that's why I tell people, I say, if you get over the sexuality, if you can mm -hmm. get over the naked, you know, whenever I, when I went to my first strip club, I went to Magic City, you know, and Magic City, yes. they butt naked, right? The minute that's, you get that's in, what <laughs> <laughs> butt naked, Lonnie, <laughs> they butt naked, no, right? Butt naked, yep, and yep. The first five minutes, you like, oh my goodness, all these TNA and all of this. But after that five minutes, if you really get into the purpose and the meaning and the dancing and the, you know, the athleticism and the beauty and the right. sexuality, you get over mm -hmm. the fact that they, I'm serious. And that's yeah. what I tell people, no, but we feel uncomfortable, especially mm -hmm. in our black community. And my thing is, if you don't like it, you ain't got to be so vocal to try to get it canceled. You know, that's my whole thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's yes. just not for you, but it's so many stories and it's just so, and and, and Katori Hall has put in, you know, like she explains, like you follow her on Twitter because every episode trends. Yep. And then what she will do, this is what I've never seen a black creative do. Go to Twitter and explain certain scenes and why that scene yep. was made and tell you the history. But I mean, it's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. It really is yes. a groundbreaking show. And it was funny, Brandy, because... Um, my friend John Murray had said, you know, if uh, P-Valley doesn't get Emmys, and I said, you know, the the issue is, is that I didn't even see P-Valley on the nominating committee. And then Nico, he commented and he said, you're correct uh, yeah. because of, I guess, because of COVID and things like that, you guys weren't able to qualify. But I'm going to tell you. Right. It's, next, it's year. Mm -hmm. next year. Next year, is I'm going to make sure that you guys are on, you know, 
denominating because that's we need that attention. The same thing that happened for RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. needs to happen for P Valley, where we go yes. outside of ourselves and we give recognition because what you're doing, the feats, the stunts, um, the dancing, it, it should be recognized and it's Emmy Award Thank winning. Thank you. It really, really is. Thank you so much. Wow. I think that we definitely deserve it, but I I just don't know because you know the world, but I am grateful regardless because I know that I can sit back and go, ooh, I was a part of something amazing. And and I, I think monumental, like the fact that we're mm-hmm. really approaching these stories in this mm-hmm. way. I, I'm very proud to be a part of this show. Mm-hmm. Well, we have season three coming up. Um, any Anything you could tell us about season three? Uh, preferably we get one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you will you will the you buzz will. this year was even better than last yeah. year so you yeah will. you will definitely get one and we're going to see more of you brandy and we just thank you for taking time we know that your life yes. is really busy um being that full-time caregiver to your mom uh, again mm-hmm. peace and blessings and good health to her and to you sister thank you for stepping in the cafe yeah Mocha. how can people reach thank out to you brandy Thank you. Well, y'all can find me on my socials at the real brandy with two E's. My mama was extra, y'all, so add them two E's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, brandy E my, my website ee brandyevans.com where I'm actually selling my caregiver strong shirt mm-hmm. um, for caregivers. I know somebody knows somebody that's taking care of somebody, so yes. get them a caregiver strong and motivate them. Mm-hmm. I definitely you. want to give one out to my girlfriend. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. We love you, Brandy. Thank you for stepping in the Thank cafe. You, Molly. Mocha. I love you so much. I love Thank you. you. Thank y'all for having me, Cafe Mocha. Okay. Take care. Peace. Bye bye. We're talking to actress Brandy Evans from P Valley, and Yo Yo is about to head out on a week long Disney cruise. And we may actually have an extra family pack for you and yours. The details are coming soon on Cafe Mocha. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. Herschel Walker, former football star turned wannabe senator, said this at a press conference. I'm this country boy. You know, I'm not that smart. And he's that preacher. He's a smart man. Wear these nice suits. So he's going to show up and embarrass me at the debate October the 14th. Did I mention we're honoring that well-dressed smart pastor? Check out Senator Warnock at the Salute Them Awards October 18th at the National Museum of African American History in D.C. Okay, so when you heard Florida's governor put people on a plane and drop them somewhere else, weren't you thinking, girl, if I was them, I would sue? Well, let the class action suits begin. They claim that the migrants have suffered uh, harms, illegal seizure, false arrest, and then this one, which is a claim of false imprisonment. And Oprah's got a documentary about Sidney Poitier out this weekend. She shares her relationship with the legendary actor. We talked about life. We talked about struggle. We talked about poverty. We talked about how to help save the people of the world. We talked about, you know, I could write a whole series on Sundays with Sydney. The Sydney documentary is streaming now on Apple Plus TV. That's the espresso. We're at Cafe Mocha. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. He went from the NFL to having not one but two TV shows on the air. He plays Maine on P-Valley. He also stars in the Bounce TV series Johnson as Omar. Joining us is sexy Thomas Q. Jones. I'm not going to go down uh, the list of some of his sexy roles, like the one in Being Mary Jane. But anyway, uh, (laughs) Thomas Q. Jones is on the line, actor and former NFL player currently starring in a series on Bounce called Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Thomas. And you know, he's the executive producer. Uh, For those that don't know, Johnson is about four Black men, Omar, Greg, Keith, and Jarvis, that made it in grade school. They've been best friends ever since. And they all happen to have the same last name, Johnson, no relations. So after 25 years of friendship, they're finding themselves in different places in their lives. Um, And this is the first show where it's really all black men and Thomas Q. Jones plays Omar and you did so well, <laughs> bro. I was like, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Angelique and Lonnie for having me on the show. Uh, listen, um, I'm really excited about this TV show, Johnson. You know, we, we are uh, Deji uh, Larray, the creator of the show, my producing partner. Uh, we shot a pilot for this in 2017 out in LA and and uh hired some really incredible actors that just loved the project you know we didn't have a lot of money but you know they loved it it was a passion project we uh took it around hollywood for a few years uh eventually we bumped into cedric the entertainer and eric rome through uh risha archibald who works with bird and the bear they loved it immediately they called a meeting with us we signed a shopping agreement took it around town and next you know we're at bounce tv with david hudson he loved it. Uh, he's new to Bounce. He's like, listen, I want to change the programming and bring some, you know, uh, provocative shows here. And this was the first one on deck. So, yeah, four years later, after shooting the pilot, we're about to premiere on Sunday. So I'm super excited and happy. And uh, the premiere was incredible. Great responses. Uh, it's weird watching it as a creative because Deji and I, you know, we pretty much did everything from the editing to sound design to scoring um, wow. to color corrections, everything. So, Watching it now, outside of just the, the friendly confines of our own computers with passwords, it was, a, it was a really incredible experience. So I'm excited. The question that I always like to ask our Black creators is, does a show like this ever get to air without a Bounce TV? Great question. And the answer is probably not. Hmm. Um, it's, it's very unapologetically Black. It's honest from a black male perspective. Uh, it doesn't really cater to people who are fearful of our honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's why Bounce was such an incredible platform for this show to be on. Because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times as black creatives, you know, our narratives get watered down. Right. Um, because, you know, we have very, very specific and, and raw, um, you know, lives. And so uh, I think with Bounce, 
you know, being the platform that we took Johnson to, they really allowed us to be as unapologetic as possible as black men and create the content that we need to see and that we hope can help move the culture forward. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, along with Angelique, talking to Thomas Q. Jones, who is one of the executive producers and stars on Bounce TV called Johnson. Now, let's talk about your character a little bit, uh, Thomas, because you play Omar. Ooh, y'all got to see Omar. But you describe Omar for us. <laughs> I would say Omar is it's kind of the typical misunderstood black man. He, he's got good intentions, but sometimes his energy may be a little assertive. And a lot of times, you know, when you're, you know, obviously colorism plays a part in, in you know, black culture, you know, dark skin, muscular tattoos, you have a specific type of image that's portrayed about you. And that's what people expect. And if you give them any type of energy that, that says that stereotype, they don't give you the benefit of the doubt. And I think Omar's character is working through those stereotypes and trying to make sure that he also presents himself as, you know, a, a human being with feelings and that's vulnerable. And, um, you know, he's trying to make himself, make himself more understood. Yeah, well, what makes Johnson different from other shows like, you know, Insecure or The Neighborhood? Well, I think those shows are very specific to the woman's POV regarding Insecure. Mm-hmm. The Neighborhood is an incredible show, super diverse, and they drop gems on that show. And, and, it's, and it helps bridge the gap between cultures, um, you know. And I think this show is very specific in regards to the black male POV. And it, and, it, and it helps provide balance in the business. Because if you look in Hollywood as, as a whole, there's some incredible content on, on TV with black men, incredible content. But this is just very specific to this narrative. This speaks to the everyday black man. And it's not necessarily a comedy, a crime you know, sh- type show. Right. It, it, it's a very honest show that shows the black men that you know, your brothers, right. your uncles, your dad, your, your cousin, your husband, your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend. These are those guys. And I think with this show, we're giving those guys a voice. And we're also creating a narrative that we're behind as opposed to someone else creating a narrative that can't really necessarily speak for us. Well, when you think about it, Angelique, they're not. Can you name one show that's completely just black, straight men? Oh, black, straight, right. Mm. That's all that's, that tells their stories. Can you think of anyone? We're talking about, go, think about me. In history, just yeah. ever. Yeah. Not not really, and yeah. not showing their personal lives. Like, I can think of some shows that were, had black males, but they weren't, it was about work. It wasn't, we didn't really get to their personal lives so much. So, Thomas, tell me, um, you explained Omar a little bit, but what are some of the other black men that we meet, the, the prototypes of the black man? Well, we, the beautiful thing about this show is that we show different types of black men. And I think in the media, a lot of times we're portrayed as very uh, monolithic and, and yeah. one-dimensional. And that's, yep. just not, that's, just not the, that's just not the case. There's several different types of black men, and we don't have the luxury in, in the media and, and, and in Hollywood sometimes to be represented that way. Uh, we have another character, Jarvis, who's, uh, very successful, uh, uh, owns his own brokerage firm. Um, and he just so happens to be in an interracial relationship, married to a white woman. Uh, we have another character, Greg Johnson, who, you know, was still trying to figure it out. You know, he 
has odd jobs here and there. He rents out Airbnb. Airbnb. He's, I mean, he's a hustler, um, you know, and he's in a relationship where he's trying to kind of figure out whether he wants to commit or not. Um, but he's a very honest black man that is super pro-black, and he honestly, you know, is all about black love. So that kind of is a conflict between him and Jarvis. And then we have uh, Keith Johnson, who is the creative, quirky, uh, fedora hat wearing, mm-hmm. you know, black man that you wouldn't expect to hang around Greg Jarvison and, and Omar. So we show all four of these different black men that have different energies and essences and how they coexist in the same world. Because when you watch specific shows, you rarely see these different type of black men interacting. And that's just not reality. In real life, we all hang out and kick it in our friends and our brothers. And, um, you know, that's what we want to show on, on Johnson. What I like about it is that at least for the first two episodes, n- none of them are rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like real black men that are out here that you just, you normally, you usually see like the one black and it's like either he going to be the nerdy one or he or, the hood, you know what I mean? <laughs> the comic relief, yeah. the nerd, the drug dealer, <laughs> the criminal, right? Right. right. Right, right. That's yeah. That's the stereotype. That, but that's the stereotype that we've seen for years. And I think those are the versions of black men that people are comfortable with. Right. They're very comfortable with with that version. You know, I mean, if you look in real time, you know, anytime you know black people speak up, you know, whether it's something like you know, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, or they you know find a way to shut them down and and you know and and diminish their voice. And, and it's the same thing sometimes in, in Hollywood with content when it comes to black men. Um, you know, I think a lot of executives in Hollywood don't think that black women actually care about what black men have to say. And that's not true either. Um, you know, black men and black women have a very specific experience as black people that, you know, kind of only we can really, really, truly relate to. And if you, you know, shut down the black male perspective and black man's voice, then it's a one lane street there's not you know two lanes that are open for lines of communication and i think johnson will open up communication between black men and black women and hopefully give a specific perspective that black women can understand and um you know maybe kind of see some black men in a different life you got more with thomas q jones and yo-yo is headed out on a disney cruise next show she's going to be broadcasting live from that cruise you ain't heard it from me but one family at least one family is about to win a trip of a lifetime. It's Cafe Mocha. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio because we're about to give away a trip of a lifetime. Anyway, we've got Thomas Q. Jones on the line. You know him from P-Valley. He's also executive producer of Johnson, which airs Sunday nights on Bounce TV. Just real quick, how are you feeling about with like Simone Biles pulling out? And I'm asking you as, you know, a former athlete about the pressure, the mental pressure of having to perform. Yeah, I, I, I listen, uh, I played in the NFL 12 years, four years of major college football, four years of high school. It's a lot of pressure. Um, and sometimes fans kind of just see the money that you're making or, you know, the fame that, you, that you're gaining um, from, you know, your talents, but they don't understand that there's an emotional and a psychological element that comes with that. Right. You just don't get out there and do backflips. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. you know, even though professional athletes make it look easy, trust me, it's not. And I think 
when you see someone like Simone Biles say, hey, you know, this is a mental thing for me and I have to shake out and I can't really pursue this, people are shocked because she makes it look so easy physically, but they don't take the mental preparation and the emotional connection in, in consideration. And, 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 and they wouldn't necessarily because if you're not competing at that level, then more than likely you probably wouldn't know what it would take to get there emotionally and psychologically. So it, it all makes sense, but unfortunately sometimes the athlete has to deal with the backlash of it because a lot of people just don't understand. Do you think that we are paying more attention or we should be paying more attention to the mental health of athletes? I mean, because they really are, whether you're talking about football or these gymnastics girls who have been training since they were little people, you know, it's, they're not treated like humans. They're treated like commodities, like earners, like, you know, do you think that, we need to be doing a better job paying attention to the mental health of our athletes? Well, I think that it's very hard for some fans to see the difference between a professional athlete and then being actually human. And when I say human, I mean like anyone else that isn't a professional athlete because physically the things that we're able to do as gymnasts, as professional football players, they seem almost, um, I mean, like almost like almost like you're an alien <laughs> i mean right. it's like how does somebody do all those backflips like how do you even other professional athletes are looking at some mobiles like like how do you like i don't even understand that the five gravity and then some people will watch professional athletes and they're like how did he just run that far and i get tired or how did he get hit and just get right back up so you know the money that comes with our job description sometimes doesn't create empathy for fans yeah. because they, they see what we do. And even though they more than likely couldn't do it, the money that we make is so on a whole nother level that it should make everything. Okay. Right. And it doesn't take, it, and, it, and it's just, that's not reality. You're a human. You are human before you backflip. You're a human before you run with a ball. Definitely. Uh, but that gets lost in translation when you see uh, someone Those on the magazine and <laughs> someone, yeah, someone getting a big endorsement deal or someone, you know, just signs a four or five year deal for 80 million. It's like, what? Like you, you can't be happy. You can't, you can't just right. go out there and perform. What's wrong with you? So, right. um, so yeah, it's a, there's, there's, there's a, there's a disconnect and me being a former athlete that played at the highest level um, and now retiring and being an actor and, and producer and creative in this space. I can definitely understand why fans don't get it, which is why I usually don't even entertain it because I know mm-hmm. you would never understand a lot of times if you haven't actually done it. It's like anything else. I've I've never flown a plane before. I get on a plane, I'm like, man, listen, I hope this pilot, you know, but I'm in awe because I'm like, that's something I could never do. Uh-huh. I could never, I could never do that. So I'm in. I'm. I respect what he's doing. I respect how much of a uh, responsibility he has and how he's able to navigate and get me from point A to point B safely, you know? And so if he's making a ton of money, I would get it. But someone else might not get it because they just think it's just flying a plane. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a, that's a great question because that conversation should be had more. And, um, you know, people definitely need to understand that we're humans before we're athletes. Thomas Q. Jones, you can check him out Sunday nights, 8 p.m. on Bounce TV called Johnson. Thank you, Thomas. We'll talk to you next time. Always good talking to you. Thank you so much. Yo-Yo's about to head out on her Disney cruise. She's going to be broadcasting live, bringing us some live footage from the boat next show. 
And I'm pretty sure we're giving away a trip. So make sure you check in next show and definitely follow us on social media at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.